hungry for seafood after watching this. Like, I feel like I just like, like I, I did anybody else get hungry watching her eat that crab? Want to eat half of her? Did you no, see I how she? Eat her. <laughs> well, do you think um, that she ate a real crab, or do you no, think it was a lobster? Started? It was a lobster. No, I mean a lobster. Do you, that was obviously like they made that out of sugar they, or something, they, right? They made it out of it was cake. Yeah, it was. It There's was no way that was cake. a real crab, right? Because it was, it was cake with a lightly toasted chip shell. So it yeah. was like a, it was a cake. It was like an is this cake kind of situation. Yes, it was okay, cake. Uh, covered in crisps. Would you eat a f- cooked lobster like that if it wasn't cake pretend lobster? Would you eat that for an acting role? I don't no, I like to fight my food. So that's kind of like my, my general principle. Like if something is hard for me to eat, I'm just not going to eat it. Uh, I'm just going to, you know, if it's not, and even lobster, like when I have lobster, if it's not like flipped out i don't want it you're like, like i don't you're like i don't want to work for this like yeah. i don't need to i don't i need to pay spend, you i don't need <laughs> to scoop this out myself you do it i don't yeah. eat lobster unless it's in lobster mac and cheese i also Ooh, love lobster good. mac and cheese it's good that is uh good. you know here's how pathological i am for a joke i would absolutely eat a lobster shell if i thought people would laugh and that was a good joke it was it was it, funny it was funny you didn't think it was, I thought it was funny when she was eating the lobster. I thought it was great. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't worth it. I wish he had kind of thought it was charming. He seemed a yeah. little embarrassed. I wanted yeah. him to be a little more charmed by yeah. it, honestly. Yeah. Like, that's your woman is hungry and she's eating and you should be loving it. Yeah. Like, well, love your woman and her weird eating habits. I mean, I feel like maybe if he wasn't trash, maybe. Yeah. He would, but. That's fair. This is just another example of Alan being trash. I. That is, I'm telling you, that's my TED Talk. That is my thesis. <laughs> Alan, Alan is, is trash. trash. It's on the PowerPoint behind you. Yeah, if you would come <laughs> look at the screen, uh, <laughs> I've provided a, a bulleted list. Uh, Here's I just, all the things with pictures. Yes. Uh, from the movie. Um, I also thought the joke where he gives her the present. And she is like, this is great. And it's just a box. That made me laugh, too. I thought that was another good joke. It was like, she was like, it's beautiful. And he's like, there's something inside of it. Why didn't that music box come back? Anyway, um, I mean, that's why he got it for because she likes music, right? I couldn't quite figure it out. Why the dancing? Yeah. It should have been a globe with some fish in it or something, right? I thought the the gift was weird. Um, But... (laughs) Yeah, when did I ask you for a dancing snow globe? I don't yeah. remember asking for that. It was no. stupid. It was dumb. What? Well, I, I tried to reason with myself and say, like, he gave it to her because she said she loves music. But then why not get her a trombone or something? Well, then, like, get her a CD. Like, what is the... Yeah. <laughs> like, here's a, here's a Miles ass. Davis record. Yeah, it's like, uh, where did you get this, this snow globe? It's so specific. And it's I like, it's that- a Tiffany box. So, like... I know, that was expensive. Men, yeah. am I right? Like, they, they don't know what... They don't know what we want. Uh, welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. And uh, today, joining us, rejoining us for part two of our Splash discussion... Uh, please welcome back to the show, improviser and performer, Ray. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome back to this party, this ocean party that we're having. I mean, it feels like a party. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> uh, so before we get back into our uh, dissertation on on is or is Alan trash uh, and, and in what ways, uh, before we get back into that. <laughs> 
Uh, what have you guys been watching? What have you ladies been watching? February, what have you been watching? Um, so I've been watching. Okay, so I just finished watching Mortal the Mortal Kombat movie. Yes, was that good? No. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Several tweets that didn't even name the movie. They just said, "Don't watch it." Yeah, it's so to, for me. Yeah. Um, I am a nerd. That is something everyone knows. Uh, yep. Fellow nerd here, I reciprocate. Yeah, so like I feel like I enjoyed seeing Mortal Kombat characters doing stuff, mm -hmm. but outside of just the pure sensory pleasure of seeing Mortal Kombat characters in live action, mm -hmm. everything else I did not like. Yeah. Uh, Were the fights so, good? Yeah. Was the fight choreography at least good? No. Well, Ooh. I the very first there's an opening scene. I'm not going to spoil it, mm -hmm. which is probably the tightest fight choreography that I've seen. So just watch uh, that the and then turn it off. Yes, honestly, once okay. you hit the title screen, just like, okay, that's it. That's all You're I You're like, that was fun. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I watched, I'm done now. The end. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Well, eight out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> For just the intro. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So Mortal Kombat, not high recommend, but watch it up to the titles and then just turn it off and maybe watch Splash again. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sarah, what have you been watching? Bless you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I watched the first episode of this Thai, like, uh, soap opera type Ooh. show. Ooh, fun. What's it called? Unlucky Ploy. Unlucky Ploy. And the, wow. the main character's name is Ploy. Got it. Um, and she is so the, there's two main characters. So there's the this guy who is a foley art ar artist. Oh, I'm intrigued. And the woman. The first episode is about how she um calls off her wedding. Okay. And how her parents are so upset and her boss is so upset and all of her friends, like, no, no, no one understands. Like, it's very, like, like, she is shamed. Oh. And mm -hmm. it turns out that she was the dumpy. So they're all blaming her for calling it off. But she actually was. She one got dumped. dumped. Yeah. Oh, okay. no. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a soap opera kind of thing. Okay. But it's really, like, fun and. And it's uh, it's Thai, so it's it's a different culture and a different la 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 language. But I would recommend it. Like it's not, okay. it's not fa fabulous art, but it's mm -hmm. like really fun and it's it looks great. Um, mm -hmm. And you're like and wrapped up in the story. You're wrapped up in the story nice. exactly. And yeah, so it's something that we just like. Humbled upon. I think we searched for Thai mm -hmm. because we had just made some Thai food, so we were like, and "Let's so see if thinking, there's any Thai let's shows." Let's keep in the line with this. Cool. Yeah. And where can you watch that? Netflix. Netflix. Excellent. Okay. Speaking of Netflix, I just started Shadow and Bone last night, so I don't know if you guys have heard it. Fabry, you might that? be interested in this. Shadow and Bone is one of those like. Um, it's like a fantasy kind of show and it's like um, basically there's this big like sort of uh, 
stormy kind of big cloud, like the nothing kind of thing in the never ending story that separates two halves of the world that we're in. Um, but sometimes you have to go into it to get back and forth across these nations to get supplies. But if you go in, you might be eaten by monsters. Uh, and there's also in this world, like basically which kind of people that they're born with certain abilities, like they can bend air or they can make fire or whatever, or they can, you know, slow down your heartbeat or some different things. Um, and so, and then there's one power and the, the, this whole thing, this, not, this big thing, the storm thing was created by somebody who can make shadows. And so there's a character on the show who's like the general of the army who can also make shadows, but they, he can't fix it because they said you can't fight fire with fire. Right. So, uh, but that, so what they're looking for is a person who can actually summon the light. So rather than summon the shadow, they need somebody who can summon the light and then they find, you know, uh, by accident, a young woman, the protagonist of the show, comes into her abilities and discovers that she is this person that they're talking about who they need to summon the light. So it's one of those things. Hmm. Uh, but they're anyway, so it's uh, I without saying too much more about it. I'm only two episodes in enjoying it so far. Uh, ben Barnes from the Chronicles of Narnia movies is in it. Uh, and then a bunch of other unknowns that I'm not sure of. Uh, the cast is very diverse, which uh, I always like to see. Um, and, uh, there's like, there's the, the female characters of agency. Um, the, I'm, uh, I, my problem with these, the, with fantasy shows generally is that often at the beginning, they're ha throwing me all these places and names and people that I should care about, but I'm like, I don't like, you all seem to care about this a lot, but I don't yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like there was some of that, but for the most part, they did a good job of kind of setting everything up and introducing everyone. I was like, okay, I get it. You're that you do this thing. Um, and, uh, I'm not like hooked, like, oh my God, I'm so fucking addicted to this two episodes in, but I'm enjoying it and we'll keep watching it. Okay. I like the characters. I'm curious about where it's going. It looks good. The acting is good. And, uh, I'm, and I'm enjoying it so far. There is a book. Um, yes, I haven't watched it. I mean, read it, uh, yeah. but I do, I am aware of it. So mm -hmm. maybe I'll read the book first because yeah. that's the type of person that I am. And then I'll, I'll Absolutely. check it out after. Yeah, go for it. But yeah, I, I think all the episodes are out on Netflix now. So this is a bingeable one. But basically we finished Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, Loki doesn't come out until June. So we were like, we got to do something in between. So we're, we're not watching them all at once. We're kind of spreading them out a little bit. Uh, which is weird because like I went from watching shows week to week to binging them on Netflix to now I'm accustomed to Disney Plus releasing them slowly. I kind of like having, especially during the pandemic when there's not a whole lot going on in my life. Uh, I like that. I like that feeling of like, oh, it's Friday. Mandalorian's coming out or oh, it's Friday. WandaVision's coming out. It gives me something to look forward to in my sad, boring life. Um, so I do feel like I kind of like spreading it out a little bit, giving me yeah, something I to don't. do. You know, I don't because I forget what's going on and I mm. lose interest and I just. So you're just gonna wait till it's all out there. I mean, Shadow yeah. and Bone is all out, but I don't know. I don't know if you're a big fantasy person, Sarah. I I'm like not... to let it build. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not really big into genre stuff, but I feel it's like true. everything is 
some kind but of this genre. Has, like, romance in it, so you might like that. It's like got a romance angle mm-hmm. kind of thing. No, okay. I yeah. and that's gonna that is the one thing that turns me off. That mm-hmm. I remember when the Hunger Games first came out, the book mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. and my uh, librarian who I was friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you're like, friends with your librarian. That's amazing. Yeah, she was like recommending it to me, and I was just like, I cannot. I told her I was like, I cannot do it if it has anything to do with romance. She's like, There's romance. But it's not the main story. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And Well, it doesn't so. seem to be the main story, but there's definitely a like sexual tension between her character and this character and the childhood friends. And are they re- going to get romantically involved? There's that whole thing. It, it seems ah. like it's building to some kind of triangle. Mm-hmm. But that's not what the, f- at this point, the whole f- and focus Until on someone is bold enough to allow the female lead to date both of them simultaneously. Why not? Why can't she it. have both? That's, that's what I'm saying. Just like let her have both. Like, why do it does it need to be a decision? They just need to get along with you each other. You know what? I agree. <laughs> like they just need to be like, look, if you let if you want if you want me, you're gonna have to also be okay with me dating him. Yeah. I why mean not? He, you know Someone's got to be bold enough to do it. I never thought of it that way, but now I want to see that where she's like, you know what? I'm not going to choose. I'm going to take this and this. And I'm going to put my hands together. And that's and you, not necessarily as a sandwich, but baby. I'm just saying we never see it. I You're right. never so I'd like to see it. You know what? Because that's what tires me out about these love triangles is it's like I always feel like it's men competing for like territory. And it's like, I don't fucking want to see that. I'm so tired of that. But you're right. Like, why does she, why does she have to choose? Yeah. You've either she chooses. Mind. I would like to see a female lead either choose nobody mm-hmm. or ch- take both of them. Because uh, I, I, co- I have come around to the point where I feel like I don't mind romance in with my badass female characters because I want them to have love and sex because men get that all the time in movies like why like they're often rewarded with love at the end of the movie so why can't a woman be rewarded with love but yeah like why does why do we have to have this be some kind of purity of love contest you know yeah I you've blown my mind and now I demand it I demand (laughs) it I'm glad I could help uh are you guys ready to get back into talking about this movie Absolutely. All yeah. right, let's do it. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it, man. You look stupid and rich. Stupid and stupid and rich. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. We hadn't talked at all about Walter Cornbluth. I think we need to. Let's okay. do it. Eugene Levy. Played by Eugene Levy, who, by the way, I was like, I've been watching Shit's Creek recently, and I was like, wow, Dan Levy looks more like his dad than I even realized. Yeah. Like, it's been a while yeah. since I've seen young Eugene Levy, and I was like, oh my God, they look the fucking same. Like, they look yeah. so alike. It's crazy. Hmm. Um, but he, so he's like a, I was very confused about his profession. They said he was a marine biologist, but also maybe an a paleontologist like i don't or know or anthropologist or something a marine paleontologist but he's like scuba diving i don't know anyway um they didn't say what he was down there for but he didn't sees they? a woman with fins i think on. He, was, he was looking for her he was looking for but her they didn't as a mermaid say. they didn't say like i thought he was down there for something else and then he mm-hmm. saw a mermaid and he was like oh, oh my was. god there's a mermaid yeah. down here yeah. He said something like, uh, it's her, it's the mermaid. And he's like, wait, I have to take okay, a picture okay, of you. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, so I think he went, but my, but it stems my question about that, which was, you know, later on in the movie, it says something about uh, having maps to all of the places that a mermaid has been spotted. Yes. So she has been spotted before. Well, and no, so, he said that, that his professor had maps of all the places mermaids have been spotted. So I think that right. meant over time in different okay. parts of the world. Yeah. That's how I took it to mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, just yeah. No, I, mean, I think it was like all mermaids. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, does that mean that is she by herself out there and they've seen her before or is she? I'm just like the implications of there being a map of where all the mermaids were spotted and him going to one of those locations and seeing a mermaid. I did not make that connection you know, at all. I thought it was like a like his teacher had told him myths in school and he just kind of got confirmation by seeing her in the ocean. I honestly uh, interpreted it as he was down there for some other research saw her because he seemed so surprised that it okay. seemed to me like this was his first time seeing an actual mermaid. And so my question was, why is the first thing he him, him he's jumping to is that's a mermaid and not perhaps this is a woman in, in, doing cosplay underwater. Like I, it was like mind boggling to me that his first thought is, Oh, that's obviously a mermaid, which is uh. something I think we would all immediately jump to. Yeah, no, I think, I, and I agree with you. I think that's why I just assumed that what you're he was there makes more for her. sense. What you're saying makes <laughs> more sense. But I don't know that that was in the movie because he was, I feel like he, he was down there for something else. And I think that his teacher having talked about mermaids was more theoretical and not like something, I, I don't know. It is kind of unclear because they do make fun of him as though he's been looking for mythical creatures before. So I think it is unclear, but maybe you're right. I just, to me, he was so shocked to see a mermaid that I was like, I I felt like he was not expecting her to be down there. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. But with what you're you saying makes more that. sense narratively. <laughs> I think that's probably, I just jumped to that conclusion. Yeah. But if I think about what evidence I had that led yeah. me there was just that to me, he did seem surprised to actually find her, but it did. I just couldn't, I cannot fathom why else he would be down there. You know, if, if not to, he was down there for her. something else. I forget what it was, but I know yeah. that he was doing research of some kind. Like they, mm -hmm. they did talk about out it. And also one other thing, why were the two men who were with him? So dumb comedy question mark. Was it funny is my question. No, there is a, it wasn't. By the way, can we talk about how much yelling there is in this movie? I feel like the direction I like I, I feel like Ron Howard's direction in every scene was let's do it again, but make it in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> yell it. Um, this is the and most and was yelling constantly. Yeah. And I did make a note of the yelling, actually. I, I, I was like this three is times. I was like, this is the most I've ever seen Tom Hanks yell. Oh, like Tom Hanks is really yelling in this. So at least like, Tom okay. Hanks yelled a lot. Like that was yeah. kind of his thing. And Eugene Levy, I guess, also yelled a lot. So you there was just a lot of yelling. There was mm -hmm. just so much yelling. Mm -hmm. But if we're really talking about uh Eugene Levy's character, mm -hmm. um, I kind of felt like he was not uh, to me, I just kind of felt like he wasn't really well thought out. I didn't understand. Yeah, a no. lot of what his motivations yeah, were, like yeah, what he's just, doing, he like what not, he's doing. He was not developed. I think it was the whole classic, like scientist must get scientific Science recognition thing. at all yeah. costs. I think that was kind of the, 
placement the, of the him. Villain scientist. The villain yeah. scientist, yes. I think that was his character. As and you're well right, it was kind of underdeveloped. The actual scientist who was a villain as well. Yes. But yeah, there was a real scientist who actually had like funding and a lab. And the guy wasn't even supposed to be at the Eugene Levy. He wasn't even supposed to be right. part of it. He wasn't actually a part of it. I so think it they was- did that so that Eugene Levy could have a change of heart. Because yeah. if he had just been the evil scientist, then we wouldn't have had him. Have. But I honestly, the change of heart was satisfying. It weren't not for the fact that this time viewing it as an adult woman, I didn't feel this way as a child, but as an adult woman, I was like, he's a fucking stalker. Like he is dressing up, being places where she's going to be. Trying to get her wet. <laughs> Um, the whole, the, 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 even the whole hose was like, it was like a gun. It was like a, it was like he was. And he shot it at her. That's why people. At her outside. It was, it felt, I don't think they meant it like this necessarily because, but he was stalking her. Yeah. He's stalking her. And, and he felt. He kept getting her confused with another woman. I know. He felt like entitled to her the same way that Alan does, but in a Mm -hmm. different way. Like Alan felt entitled to her affection mm-hmm. yeah and eugene levy felt entitled to her as an object which is very stalkery yeah like she belongs to me she's my discovery mm-hmm. but it did feel like he he was I, I felt like the imagery was actually kind of frightening to me as a woman personally yeah definitely um, and it, and if it wasn't for the fact that again i love eugene levy the actor so much i would have had a little hard much hard, harder time at the end with that turn where he because I think he played it very well where he's realizing like I've done something bad and I feel bad about it and I feel bad about what I've done to her and like how can I fix it now like I believed him because the actor was good but the way that they portrayed him and his actions in the first half of the movie was actually kind of disturbing to me yeah I believed I believed his character change but I just kind of felt like because I feel like most of his character was undefined. The mm-hmm. only thing that I really took out of the character is that he did something that now he feels bad about. And yes. I'm just like, but isn't this, is this not what you wanted? Like, what is it like? And of course he says later, he didn't really didn't consider the implications. Yeah. He didn't think about it. So I guess, okay, fine. But I don't know. I was just like, okay. I didn't buy <laughs> yeah. it. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, didn't buy it. It, it, it wasn't satisfying for me because i didn't i didn't know what where his character was coming from to begin with and then when it he changed it was like well why like it didn't mm-hmm. seem to make much sense why he would change his mind yeah um, well, she, like, she starts not- to get ill like her yeah, skin she, is flaking off like so that's all it takes is for her to get ill like well also i don't think to be honest i don't think he got what he wanted from he didn't get the Satisfaction, he he yeah, he didn't get the yeah. satisfaction he thought, so he didn't have that to distract him from the moral quandary he was feeling. I guess. I mean, you're not wrong. It was, yeah, we didn't really see a mo- like. It it was not a it wasn't a superly super nuanced turn if if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I I agree with that completely. It was just kind of like I did it. Oh, well, now I feel bad about it. And so like, okay, Oops. her her fl- her 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 <laughs> scales are peeling off, and now I feel bad about it. Her skin's falling off, and it's like, oh, okay. I mean, I nah, nah, okay, but <laughs> that's closer to the I end. Mean, it there, is so kinda, like if you think about it, like a scientist is not probably not going to be super disturbed by the idea of them cutting her open and looking at her reproductive system, but no. he was. So we're just going to roll with it. Um, yeah. 
So I want to, so I want to talk about the, um, I want to talk about the fight that they have at the roller rink. Oh my God. Can we? So (laughs) he asked her to marry him because she has to go back in six days or Mm -hmm. at that point, like three more days. So yeah. So they go on a date. They're like on the roller rink, not roller rink, the uh, ice skating rink. Yeah. Ice skating rink. And um, so they had, so he wants her to marry, like he was going to ask her at dinner sort of, but he was more like a, just a few practically speaking want to marry me. It wasn't a proposal. <laughs> Mm-mm. And then he tries it again at the roller rink not the I keep calling it a roller rink. It's I, a skating I, rink. And I, then she says we're no. balling. She says no, and he gets mad mm-hmm. and like is very mean to her. Mm-hmm. He's so mean. Yeah. 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 Alan Reminds sucks. Me of those, those men who like if you text them and they don't, you don't respond right away, or you don't, and they're like, "Fuck you!" Like, yeah, they're like, "You're ugly, bitch." Um, yeah. Yes. yes. He gets exactly. very mad, and I actually don't have a problem with that because Alan's behavior is not. like emotionally healthy like he is uh, throwing his entire job away for this woman he's got this strange woman in his place he's not he obviously it's he's questioning it a little bit because it's bothering him he's talking to his brother about it but like he falls in love with her super quick wants to marry her after like two or three days which is fucked up um weird so it's not out of character i think for him to get upset and like you know fight with her about it Here's what I would have liked to have seen. Because what happens is they fight. Then she runs off because it's raining. She doesn't want him to see her turn into a fish. Mm Because we've already established that when she gets wet, she turns into a fish. Right? Mm -hmm. And then he spends all night looking for her. And he's like sitting on the dock and the next morning she comes back and she's like suddenly like, yes, I'll marry you. Like she thinks about jumping into the water. And I guess that was meant to be good enough for us to go, oh, yeah. So she decides not to go back. Get it. She made a decision. What I would have liked to have seen that would have been more satisfying to me personally is if he had to make some kind of personal or emotional sacrifice to change her mind. I think that was missing for me. Mm-hmm. She, He never told her why he wanted to marry her. He didn't say anything like there was nothing like, I know we've only been together for a couple days, but I've never felt this way about anybody. And I can't imagine losing you. Nothing like that. Mm-mm. It was like... like it was to help with immigration. Immigration. Yeah. Yeah. So she came from a different country. Yeah. So I feel like I needed him to make some kind of personal Hail Mary. I needed that. Mm-hmm. And I, again, this, I'm going to put this in the box of this movie was written by men because they're not thinking about what I need to make the turn believable. Yeah. I will say um, when that happened, when she came back, um, I had no idea why she said yes. At exactly. That point. You don't. Like, I was no just reason. like, she just comes back and she's like, okay, yes. I'm like, but nothing changed. Like yeah. the, the same reasons that you said no are still applicable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one thing that I want to highlight, and if it, if it happened, I didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. He never asked her they never have a conversation about it he never asked her why like he just said no just no you don't even want to kick it around a little bit and yeah. she's just like no I don't want to kick it around I'm telling you no yeah. but I mean there's no there could have been a conversation but he was so 
like, okay, fine. How dare you say no to me? Yeah. How dare you refuse me? And then he ices her out for the rest of their date. And it's just, it was such a dick about it. Yeah. And I would say, I would agree that I think that this is in character for him. It Mm -hmm. was in character for him. I was not surprised by his reaction. Especially after his reaction to her, like locking the bathroom door. Maybe she's taking a shit in there. Leave her alone. I know. And then he broke down the door. A woman not take a shit by herself. He what? broke down the, said, door. No. down the door. She said, no, don't come she in. She said, and no, then, don't come in. And then he comes in and she's like, uh, and he's like, why? And then she, she's like, I was shy. And he's like, were you like, list all the way, like that. All the places they've done I it really in his apartment. Yes. Like, I didn't like, like that either. I, I, did not, I agree. Feel I did not, shy that was not some, a good look on Alan. Like, I feel shy sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes I don't want anyone to see me naked. Even I'm boyfriend. allowed to close the fucking door if I want to. Like, and lock it just because if I want. it's it's kind of like the argument like just because i had sex with you once doesn't mean i want to have sex yes. with you again yeah yes absolutely did I ask for your motherfucking help yeah but then also I did like not. i mean she could just be you know my first thought i lock my door and when i'm in the bathroom regardless i don't it, it just doesn't matter but i could be what changing a tampon like i don't need yeah. you i don't need an audience for that I don't. you know i can like, do whatever I, I want in that bathroom it's my business yeah, and then the fact that he broke down the door, I'm just like, y'all. I, mean, I guess like, we're supposed to think that because he heard the falling down, that now he's got to go rescue her. But she said, "I'm fine. I don't she need said, you to come in here. Go yes, away." She, she said, "No, I'm good. Thank you. She Appreciate be having it." Having a yeah. period thing. It, it, it could, could be a period she, thing. Like lady I said. problems. Yeah, yeah, lady problems, and it's just like, regardless of what it is, yeah. it's not for you. No, I said, yeah. "Don't come in." So, yeah. so I think that moment connects perfectly to his behavior in the roller rink. Yeah, I keep absolutely. Saying roller rink. It's not a roller rink. It's an ice skating rink. Nicole. Whatever. Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> he feels he feels entitled. Every single man in the they all feel entitled, entitled to her to yeah. her to her body. Yes, and, I agree. Yeah, and I 100% agree with Sarah when she said like you know it is it does kind of fall, align very closely when when people say like oh well we've already slept together so I can't. You know, why can't I just do whatever I want with your body? Yeah. Why can't I own your body now yeah. that yeah. I've had sex with you? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sidebar. I think the mermaid effects in this movie are really good. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the her skin changing to the scales in the bath, like outside the bathtub, the the fin unfurling, like all the times we see her as a mermaid. Like I mm-hmm. thought all that was very good. Yeah. Agreed. I love the practical really effects good. of also um, she must of the unfurling. She must have uh Daryl Dar Hannah must have trained or her stunt person must have trained to like swim with the yeah. the fin. Mm-hmm. Not the fin. I think that's really funny that a couple of times you could see that it's clearly the stunt person in the water and not Daryl Hannah, like from a distance when she like pokes her head up out of the water. I'm like that's not Daryl Anna. They probably weren't <laughs> expecting me to watch this in HD. Uh, they didn't have any idea that I was going to be able to see how that's definitely not Daryl Hannah. Um, how would this movie have been different, you think, if she had been allowed to interact with another woman? Oh, God. Like, she never interacts with never. another woman except for at the at the shopping mall where the the, where the shop clerk tells her that her daughter is lucky because she's anorexic she has an eating disorder yeah oh fuck that was crazy yeah and it was like that was definitely supposed to be a joke and i'm just like oh yeah oh yeah all right i didn't think that like the person i saw it with thought that that who was like oh well that that was definitely a joke right 
Like, at least that was a joke. And I didn't hear it as a joke. I heard it as that's what this woman believes. This character mm-hmm. believes that. And it didn't feel, feel like a joke to me. It was, I oh, thought it was supposed to be played as a joke. Yeah. I agree that, um, that the character, like yeah. within the context, oh. yeah, that character was not joking. The I character think we was were not meant joking. to laugh about it though. Yeah. Yeah. But the movie was setting that up as a joke, which I don't agree. I don't, with. I don't care for that joke. No, I don't care for it either. What I don't, if, yeah. what if Freddie had been a woman instead? I'm just saying. I'm just say, I'm just throwing out the differences. How would this have changed the movie if if he had a sister instead of a brother? How would it have changed this movie? Because you could have easily put a woman in this movie. How mm-hmm. would it have changed it if Doctor the Doctor scientist person was a woman? Mm-hmm. You know what I think? I'm just I saying, think- like you could have put a woman in here, and it would have made some cool changes. We didn't have to have this. This didn't have to be such a sausage party, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. But if we were to just kind of really think about if what if Alan had an older sister instead mm-hmm. of an older brother, mm-hmm. I 100% think that everyone who she came in contact with would comment on the fact that she was being a promiscuous woman. Of course. Like, I feel like that would 100% have been spoken on. Yes. Um, they would have sat with it and then mm-hmm. she would have had some sort of, she would have had to overcome it by mm-hmm. the end of the movie, one way or the other, sure. by meeting a man or whatever the case. Maybe so, in this in this time yeah. period for sure. But also yeah. like like a, a woman scientist who is, uh, you know, creating this trauma because that's what she experiences as a mermaid being experimented on as trauma. A woman who creates this trauma on another on perpetrated on another woman. That would have been an interesting like an interesting dynamic and then as a change of heart about it. I'm just saying like if she had interacted with another woman or if there had been some woman in the movie who was just like what is happening? I know. Like yeah. you've yeah. happening her with for you for 2 days. Why yeah. are you marrying her? Like I'm just mm-hmm. like there could have been like how would this movie have been different if there had been a fucking woman in this movie? Besides the mermaid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. They could have brought the mother back to be a voice of reason. Yeah. Honestly. Because she wasn't dead. The dad was the only one that they, they know that's dead. They didn't care the mother to tell us where she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. The mother was just not mentioned. Women are <laughs> the not mother... important in this movie. No. Uh, even Madison is not. I mean, even Madison. Madison has everything done to her, really. Yes. Although, She's not again, a character I with think agency. that she... Again, I think one of the things I did, I think the movie uses it as a fantasy, but I do think that her, like, like this is the thing, is this is why I liked it that she said no to being married to him. And she could have continued to say no and still at the end asked him to come with her into the ocean. And that, it's like, I liked that she said no. But also, I, liked, I love it. I liked that she was like, I'm going to, I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna find a map in New York and I'm gonna go get me some human dick. I want human dick right now and I'm gonna go get it and I got six days and I'm gonna make that six days count. I liked that. but I don't think the movie did that because they wanted to give her agency. I think they did that because they wanted to make her a fantasy and I see and it's very clear to me that mm-hmm. they did do that mm-hmm. for that reason. Hot available woman who just wants to fuck. But do you think right? I, I don't f- I don't think it was just the sex. Like, I think she did enjoy the sex and did want that. Mm-hmm. But I think that she wanted love. Like, she she remembered him from when she was a kid. Sure. She didn't remember him because she wanted to sleep with him. 
she remembered him because of that interaction sure. she had when they, when they were kids when they were innocent and but like she did jump yeah. on him the moment they got she like, did but that doesn't necessarily have to just be about sex yeah i don't even know it like to me i don't even i just when, appreciated a woman enjoying sex you guys that's it i just appreciated and, that and that's fine <laughs> i think that's perfectly fine but to me like when i was watching it just when she kept kissing him i was like maybe she thinks that she needs to give him cpr like it did not connect to me that she was like i was like why is she kissing him so much and then also i didn't to me, I didn't see it as necessarily like a lustful kiss. Mm-hmm. It seemed to me, it seemed she very bit innocent. She did her lip a bunch. She did this thing. She did bite her lip a lot. And the she did international sign in the eighties of "I want sex." She did. She did bite her lip but a lot. She but also, I, like, she seemed to care about him. Like, she seemed to want to be with him. Like, with ro- him romantically. Sure. I yeah. agree, but 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 is but but she knew she was going back though, Sarah. So mm-hmm. she didn't go there looking for a long term relationship. She knew she was going to be there for six days. And then she was going to peace out, mm-hmm. you know, back to Speaking, the ocean. Now that we've mentioned the timeline, mm-hmm. I just, I thought it was strange, um, a strange writing choice that, um, you know, Alan was at first, he was like, yeah, I'll go with you. And then I'll come back for like Christmas and stuff yeah. for like six days. And then I'll go back. And she's like, well, no, you can never go back. And I'm just like, why? Hole. Like Plot hole. Yeah, I was why? like, why? Why, why can't, can't she go back? Because they're wanted by the government. They're being chased by army guys in a Humvee. Well, no, I it's, mean, like, we don't know how the magic works. Remember, he's only safe when he's underwater with her. So maybe yeah. if he leaves, the magic gets broken. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't bothered by that at all. Well, I think it's explain it's, it's not, just say it. No, like, they didn't. Just yeah. say why. Sentence. Just say because I don't understand. Because I don't get it because like she was able to come back for six days. So it just to me, logically, it makes sense that he would be able to come back yeah. for a I certain mean, I amount of time. They're going to resurface in Bali or somewhere where nobody knows where they are. And then Freddie's going to meet them there. They're going to have some Mai Tais. And then Alan's going to go back into the ocean. That's what I just know. I feel saying- like she never said he couldn't come out of the water. It's not like she was saying he could never he can't come go back to the there. surface. He can't come back. I, you're right. I mean, she didn't yeah. seem like. But I'm just saying like I just assumed that eventually. He, they're going to resurface somewhere else. I didn't assume. I thought she was saying, no, we can't. But there was no explanation. Well, what yeah. we needed was a scene with Ursula under there making a bargain with her about how long she can come back with mm-hmm. her legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But nobody um, cares about her character. So no. we didn't get that. <laughs> no, yeah, one it is, no one explains why she can have legs. Like the first time I saw her, I, I, was, like, I, I was like, what the fuck? Why does I she actually have don't legs? mind that because I don't like it when movies have to over explain everything. I was like, okay, she has legs. I'll, I'll I, take I need explanations. Like I, I think you it's, do. I don't. La- <laughs> it's lazy when you don't write explanations. It's lazy. I think it was, I think it was okay for me. I think it was okay that it wasn't explained that she has legs sometimes. And sometimes she has a fan if she gets it wet. Like I was like, okay, I kind of understand the, the, what you're doing, but I felt like it was a grievous injustice that I did not see Tom Hanks in a fishtail. I needed, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Oh, he should have like, turned why. into a merman. I like he that. He should have turned into I mean, a merman. I just assumed that at the end of the movie, when they decide to swim off together, that that somewhere around that, like a pruny nude Tom Hanks is just swimming alongside of her with his like pruny wiener just wagging around. And the I, ocean. Sarah does not like that. I don't like that. Sarah, no, you, you guys don't like it. I just was like, he's going to be swimming around with his 
human pruny legs. And why doesn't he get a tail? Like yeah. he, he should have. Yeah, you're right. He should have had a also, tail. I, I'm confused at the end about if he actually stays with her. Yeah, of course because he does. He says no. And then he, he changes his mind. In. Yeah, right. He changes his mind. He changes his mind. I, I thought that was I didn't get that. It wasn't clear to me because I was like, you just said no. Why are Not you then get- just jump? It's a huge decision. It's a huge decision. Why would you say no and then immediately change your mind? Well, what it, well I, I was clear to me, but I suppose he could have jumped off the side and said, somebody forward my mail. And then like he could... <laughs> Like, that would have been fun. A huge thing. It's like jumping off a cliff. Like, well, we. I mean, he doesn't. What's he going to go back there and hang out with Freddie? I mean, I don't know. I just. Yeah, he said that. He, that's what he wanted to do. Two days. Um, I don't know. It was weird. The mechanics of this, but like, do they have to dry off for them to for, her, for him to have sex with her again, or is there like a? I don't see how. I was also thinking that somewhere. Like, I just speaking of fish hole, the lighthouse. <laughs> Oh, right. Do you remember that? Oh, God. Oh, this God. Is something oh. To in yeah. on, and I'm not Lord. sure if you want to be in on it. No, it's, it's terrible. Um, it's terrible. It's, I mean, I'm just saying this relationship involved. seems to be primarily built on sex. I know you guys don't think only, so, but I know I think so. Built on sex. And if, and if, and if now that she's a fish, he can't get it in anymore. I don't know where this is going. No, no, I think that this relationship is very much based based in sex. If there are any paleontological biologists who can tweet at us at FemMistakePod, please let us know. How do mermaids have sex? How do mermaids fuck? Can please help us out? Um, we need to know. I'm I'm thinking completely asexual, where she lays eggs and he just kind of. So does he lays sperm out into the air and then she gathers it into her pouch like a seahorse? Oh no! See, I wasn't thinking that the babies when they're seahorses. Yeah. Oh, so he's got to gather it in his pouch. Got it. But where's the pouch? Where's the hole? Where are the eggs coming from? <laughs> no, I'm thinking like like a bass. Like there's like a like a okay, clutch of eggs. Okay. There's like okay, so the the woman or the woman the, woman the girl <laughs> the, the girl she, bass the she bass yeah the she bass yes. she kind of makes a she generates a, a, a sack clutch of eggs, of eggs okay. a sack of eggs okay. and then the male bass comes through and he just kind of carpet bombs it with this sperm. that seems no fun at all oh uh, no it's it's completely divorced from that pleasure seems, it's just, so, <laughs> he doesn't know what he just signed up for no he's just like no, just they're gonna have it. to find a grotto where she can dry off is yeah the thing. I'm just, saying, I just this is what I was thinking about at the end of the movie as they're swimming off and I'm supposed to be like, oh, that's beautiful. Nicole's but I'm like, mind is always all, on why sex. is he still wearing shoes? Yeah. No, I definitely first thought, well, how are they yeah. going to bang? How, how are they, they, they going to bang that's now? What I'm yeah. That's what I need to know. I was yeah. not I thinking know. that. I was thinking like. <laughs> I thought that. <laughs> like, why? Did, what just happened? Like, Sarah's why did like, who's going to take over? Sarah wants to know who's going to take over his lease. Who gets the fountain? Oh my God, the fountain. <laughs> The he, mountain was like, weird. He's like, I didn't... this was so big. I thought that yeah. scene was super funny because it reminded me of every time I've ever sent Chris to the grocery store and he comes back with like 20 bags of tortilla chips because there was a buy one, get one free. And then I'm like, I love how many tortilla chips there are. I love, thank you for the 20 bags of tortilla chips that I definitely am glad that you brought home. Like I, <laughs> that was a mood that I really identified with. I think that um, the the fountain specifically was weird because he asked how she got the money. He never and she never explained it. She uh, she sold the necklace. Oh, she sold the necklace. Okay, okay which okay. Yes. must have been worth at least a hundred thousand dollars because that was a big ass fountain. Yeah, yeah, but that was like a real 
cheap looking like i'm it not was. an appraiser of jewelry i agree but... it was like that thing is worth 15 bucks tops yeah that is like a shell in some twine yeah. i don't that's not i mean no we were, that's just li- like two steps above a puka shell necklace yeah no i mean if that if even two it was real <laughs> it was real cheap yes yes um wow okay yeah um shit what Let's see here. I think uh, I think we're at the point where we can do final thoughts. Final we're final thoughts on Splash. Who'd like to go first? You go first, Sarah. Me? I love that face. I want to see what you have to say. <laughs> uh, I I just think that gosh, I don't have a, a cohesive thought other than I don't like Alan. Don't like Alan. I don't like the mermaid i don't like madison uh, matt madison sorry i don't like uh john Can- candy i don't like eugene levy i don't like the scientist you don't like anyone in this movie i don't like anyone okay um i think this movie was was this better or worse than watching while we're young which is the movie we watched for our other podcast last week like if you had to they strap you better. to a chair and they're better. like you have to watch while we're young again or splash Splash. I'd watch okay. Splash a hundred times over Agreed. while we're young. Well, actually, that's not true. I would stare at Adam. I would turn it. I would turn off the sound. Stare at Adam Driver. And yes. just look at Adam Driver's thighs in that barbecue outfit. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Wrong podcast. Wrong <laughs> podcast. Sarah, you were saying about Splash. You hate everyone. Yes, yes I hate everyone. Um, I hate the plot. I, I don't like the writing. You do not recommend to a friend. No. Okay. Actually, so yeah, you agree yeah. with your mom? This movie sucks. Yes, I'm. I'm okay. grateful my mom t- told me that. Sorry um, that I made. I brought this upon you. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm glad I saw it because, like, I had been curious about about mm-hmm. it, but now I know. Like, I yeah, it's just I don't care for it. Fair. Uh, Fabre, final thoughts on uh, Splash? Splash. I didn't like it. Uh- <laughs> I know I just I mean honestly uh, I'm I'm also glad that I watched it Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that I watched it um but of the genre that we were talking about the born sexy yesterday Mm -hmm. this is like such a beat for beat example of it it is that yeah it just kind of takes me it takes me out of it I do enjoy John Candy's performance he was a he was a pleasure I miss him uh yeah, and I miss him. I miss him. He was so every planes, trains, and automobiles. Please watch it. It's so good. It's really good. Um, but yeah, no, it's I a Thanksgiving just, movie. Watch it at Thanksgiving. Planes, trains, and a, automobiles. It, yeah, it's a holiday movie. Yeah, yeah that's a, it's definitely a holiday movie. Uh, I would not recommend it to a friend okay. uh, unless they wanted to see an example of Born the type of movies that I hate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my thoughts. Uh I'm going to go on a, li- on a limb here and say I still love this movie. Um, it's got some problems uh, for sure. Like I can look through a lens now just like I did with Overboard. This is similar to Overboard where I can look at it and go, this is problematic as hell. Uh, it, this is problematic as hell. This movie is problematic as hell. Do I still enjoy it? Yes. Did I enjoy? Do I wish some things had been written differently? Would I Would I like to see this movie, uh, something like this? spun in a way that is more appealing to my modern sensibilities as a woman. Would I have liked to see more than one female character in this movie? Fuck yes, I would have. Um, but I love Tom Hanks. I, I can't help but kind of like Alan, despite we didn't even talk about that scene where she gets sprayed. Guys, we cannot leave without talking about it. We oh. ran right over it. 
because okay. Fabre, you really wanted to talk about it. So before we wrap it up, I did want to give you an opportunity to talk about the scene where Eugene Levy hoses her down and Alan oh. does nothing. Okay. Yeah, no, that's really it. Yeah. It's just, I feel like I don't see it just that, to me, it kind of goes back to the whole thing that I had mentioned mm-hmm. earlier when we were talking about um, what he was saying at the wedding, yeah. like, Oh, I want a wife and children and blah, 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 blah. But she's got to fit in this. And it's like the second she did not fit into that mold. He was, yeah. you know, like he was fair. done. That's fair. He that's a good done. assessment of yeah. that. I think that's the most logical assessment of why that would work in the movie. To me, it felt out of character for him to do literally nothing because he feels such entitlement to her. I felt but like also, at the very least his entitlement to her would have made her do, made him do something and then get pushed away. Like, I feel like he should have fought a little bit. It was like, I, I guess we're supposed to think he's in shock. I guess he's the only person reacting normally to a mermaid in this movie. She she was screaming for him. She yeah. was like, Alan, Alan. Yeah. And he was also, looking at her like. You weren't going to marry her after three days and it bothers you that she's a fish. I yeah. just don't get it. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. It's like I I asked my 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 boyfriend. I was like, if you had known me for six days and in those six days, I didn't tell you that I was a mermaid. Would you be this mad? And he was like. <laughs> He was like, six actually, days? I have a mermaid kink, so no. <laughs> no, he was like six days. Yeah, I mean, like it would, I would be upset, but like I wouldn't be like. I don't think I'd let people take you away in a van. Yeah, yeah. When is a convenient time for her about it? But she wanted to tell him. Like yeah. she at first, she was like, okay, I'm not going to say anything because I'm only going to be here for six days. He doesn't really need to mm-hmm. know. Um, but then it's like as she was falling in love, yeah. and she saw that he was falling in love mm-hmm. when really, mm-hmm. you know, she was mm-hmm. just checking his boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she wanted to tell him and then, you know, he gives her shit in the, in the fish tank later on, you know, about like not telling him. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, dude, like, what do you think I've been mermaid. doing this What's whole time? Do you want from me? But when is a convenient time to Women tell you between to have secrets? Yeah. Between like banging sessions. Like I'm surprised yeah. they had any conversations. Like totally. if we're being honest, Fair. so I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Alan sucks. Um, I still like this movie. I would recommend it to a friend because it's batshit crazy. It is. is So just for the fact that it's batshit crazy, I would recommend to it with a disclaimer of, please keep in mind it was made in the 80s and uh, it's problematic, but batshit crazy. Love Tom Hanks. Love uh, John Candy. Love Eugene Levy. I thought, I mean, Daryl Hannah's great in the movie. I wish there was more. I mean, she did a lot with what she was given. I actually remembered Madison being kind of stupid. And in this movie, I was actually, I was like, oh, she's actually a fucking genius. She learned to speak an entire another language in six Mm -hmm. hours. She's Mm -hmm. actually a fucking genius. Like that's what they should study is her ability to learn the entire human language in six hours from watching infomercials. That's what they should study. Not her insides. Yeah. Yeah. But her cognitive abilities. Yeah. Agreed. If they were real scientists, I think that that's what they would prioritize. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shall we do the Bechtel test? Yes. Um, is does this film have more than one female character in it? Yes. It does. There's the yes. receptionist. Um there's the woman at the Bloomingdale's. Mm-hmm. Is she a character? <laughs> She's not someone She's off a the character. Street. She has lines. Mm-hmm. Okay. In a do, very literal sense. Do, I guess. So there's more than one female character. Do, do those two characters, do those characters have names? 
No. I don't think Mm-mm. the shopkeeper seems, I don't know that we got a name from her. Mm-mm. Do two women have a conversation in this movie? Yes. Technically, yes. Do they have a conversation about something other than a man? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, technically this does pass the Bechdel test, unfortunately. I still want to kick Ron Howard. I don't think this movie has any significant female relationships at all. No, absolutely not. No. So it's a technicality, really. And we've passed movies before on a technicality, but... I mean, they talk about the dress and anorexia. That's what they talk about as a joke. But mm-hmm. I don't think this movie has any significant female relationships whatsoever. No. Zero. Welcome to Plug It Up. This is the part of the show where we talk about all the awesome things that our guests are doing, all the things that we're up to, and we just we plug some shit. Um, uh, Fabre, what would you like to plug? Um, I feel like I, I, I plug it all the time, but I have a YouTube channel uh, and I have a series on my channel called Black Famous, where we review, critique and love on all things black media. And you should be a part of it. Uh, my very first video was about uh, life from 1999. Nice. Uh, this one is going to be this one that's coming. is Exclusive. Be this is an exclusive yeah. announcement, you guys. Yeah, exclusive. It's going to be... Um, Coming to America too. Uh, that oh. came out a couple months ago. I have nice. thoughts. Uh, I have thoughts about it. So Excellent. yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> and what's the name of your YouTube channel? Um, it is just my name, Fabre Nicole, uh, for right now. And uh, just to make it easy to find, F A B R A E Nicole. As Love in. it. So subscribe to that. Um, and Please. any any of uh, anything else you want to plug? Any social media? Any shows you're going to be on, uh, this will come out. So this will come out like mid-May, this episode. Uh, so anything uh, anything else you want to plug? Um, not really. Last episode, we plugged um, Calamity Fiasco, uh, Fiasco Jam, which is something that I guest star on semi-regularly. Nice. Uh, so, you know, you may catch me there. Um, I am also working on something that I cannot really talk about right Ooh, now. But cool. yeah, but hopefully uh, it'll be out by the time this comes out. Um, Lovely. And yeah, I'll I'll talk about it more on my Instagram, which is awesome. Uh, the fabulous creative. Excellent. So uh so follow on Instagram for more information about that. Uh subscribe on uh YouTube and you can see uh you can see Fabre on uh the Calamity Show. Uh so that was twit uh twitchtv.com backslash calamity fiasco. Yes. That's it. You Excellent. got it. Yes. Um, okay. Awesome. So everybody, please go check that out. Fabre is very funny. Uh, love, uh, you know, love the video you did about life. Uh, looking forward to your thoughts on coming to America too. Uh, so go out there and subscribe to that. Um, cool. So, uh, I'm gonna go out and plug, uh, our YouTube channel, which is, uh, of course, Critical Crop Top produces this podcast among other podcasts and films and live comedy and other things uh so if you find if you go look for a critical crop top on youtube uh we have you can watch the vidcast of this fo- podcast uh you can watch the vidcast of the adam and andy podcast where sarah and i watch adam driver and andy sandberg movies uh you can watch the critical crop top sketch comedy web show which all three of us are involved in um and uh new sketches being released twice a month uh you can also check out all of our, our archive of all of our sketches from previous live shows and films and whatnot. Um, 
And uh, also, if you would like to talk to us about Splash, I would love to talk to you guys about Splash and what you thought and uh, how you feel about um, the whole born sexy yesterday trope. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Feminine Mistake Pod. And you can find us on Twitter at Femistake Pod. Um, we're going to be taking a little hiatus after this. I'm going to take a little summer break. So there's going to be a couple months over the summer. We've tried to take a little break. We've got some other projects, uh, films and things in development. And so we're taking a little break. But you can still find Sarah and I over at the Adam and Andy podcast, which will continue throughout the summer. Uh, which, of course, all that is uh, at, uh, you can find us uh, on Facebook and Instagram at Adam and Andy podcast. And you can find us on Facebook on, on Twitter at Adam Andy pod. Whoo. It's a mouthful. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, well, guys, it's been fun. Uh, Fabre, it has been awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. And uh, really appreciate all of your thoughts. I had a blast. I, I love. Your, I loved your PowerPoint presentation. On yeah, Alan is trash. Yes, um, I love talking about uh, shitty male protagonists. So whenever you, know, you need that insight, you know where to find me. <laughs> well, we'll have to have you back on the show because there is a lot of them. There's no <laughs> short supply of shitty male protagonists. Uh, TM. Uh, there's like plenty plenty of those uh so uh thanks everybody for listening to the show uh and uh we will catch you again in a couple of months sarah enjoy your i would say enjoy your break but i will see you on the other show so it's like yes. a little bit of a break yeah it's not break. no it's a. Uh, am excited to be a part of the uh, 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 other show because i would miss podcasting. I know. I do. I love it too. I absolutely love it.